This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Monday, March 9th, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Some horrible news out of the Broadneck Peninsula. Yesterday, a group of seven bike riders was riding along East College Parkway in the area of Bayhead Road when they were struck by an SUV killing one of the riders. The SUV did remain at the scene, and two others were injured and taken to shock trauma in Baltimore City. Police have not released too many details on this, other than the group had traveled from the BNA Trail out to Sandy Point State Park, and this was on their trip back to the BNA Trail. And John Corrin, who is the president of the Bicycle Advocates for Annapolis and Anne Arundel County, was among the group of riders. He was not injured, but he did post this message to the group of his Facebook page. I was with the group today when a driver struck and killed one of us and seriously injured two others. My heart goes out to the family of the deceased and hoping for a full and speedy recovery for the injured. I will not discuss details and encourage others not to speculate. The EMS, police, and state's attorney's response was outstanding, and we will leave it to the professionals to assemble the facts and apply the law to the maximum extent possible. I am 100% fine, but shaken, and will continue my efforts to make our roads safe for all users. Just a really sad situation that happened yesterday afternoon at about 1 o'clock. On Friday afternoon, the Anne Arundel County Police announced an arrest, and apparently on March 3rd, at about 8.30 p.m., there was a bomb threat called into the Walmart at 6721 Chesapeake Center Drive. The caller called a customer service center and threatened to blow up the store and specifically mentioned an employee by name that worked there. The fire department responded. They did clear the building after evacuating it of employees as well as customers. And through a little bit of investigation, the Northern District detectives did identify a suspect who has been identified as a 31-year-old woman from Glen Burnie. They obtained a warrant. They searched her house, and they did end up arresting her, charging her with threats of mass violence, arson threats, and misuse of the telephone. Okay, Coronavirus update. On Friday, we knew of three cases in Maryland. They were all in Montgomery County. And on Saturday, Governor Hogan said that the New Jersey Department of Health had notified the Maryland Department of Health that a person confirmed to have the coronavirus was in Maryland at the CPAC conference at National Harbor in Prince George's County. That was a conservative political conference that was held there. And that person probably had exposure to thousands that were going in and out throughout that February 27th to March first period. And then following up on that, on Sunday, Governor Hogan also announced that there were two more people that have been diagnosed in Maryland with the coronavirus. One is a woman from Harford County in her 80s, and the other is a man from Montgomery County in his 60s. Currently, that brings the count of cases in Maryland up to five. We do expect that to grow considerably over the week as more and more people are getting tested. The best resource I can offer anybody for the coronavirus is to go to Anne Arundel County Health Department's homepage. Right there at the very top, there's a thing that says coronavirus and you. Sounds like a really horrible children's book, but you want to go to aahealth.org and check that out. There's a lot of resources there, how to take care of yourself. The best advice anybody can give is continue to wash your hands, keep your hands away from your face, and disinfect any common surfaces as best you can. Late Friday evening, the House of Delegates passed a bill, a multi-billion dollar bill, that is billion with a B, and this is to approve the recommendations put forth by the state-funded Kerwin Commission for Education. 
What remains to be seen is how to pay for that bill. And now that it is clear, that is going to be taken up by the Senate a little bit later on today. If you were out any time yesterday, you realize how spectacular that day was. And boy, if you were downtown Annapolis, it had a little bit of a green hue about it. Yes, it was the annual Annapolis St. Patrick's Parade held a week before St. Patrick's Day, as it always seems to be. And actually on Saturday, there was a question if that parade was actually going to go on despite the coronavirus scare. And it did. Crowds, I thought, were slightly thinner than last year, but there were 100 units that marched from about Maryland Hall down to City Dock. And according to John O'Leary, Leary, who is the organizer of the parade. There were about 15,000 people there. All in all, it was a great time had by all. That does wrap it up for the top news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net on updates on these stories. And we will have some updates on that bike accident as well as the coronavirus later today, but and others as they do come in. If you are someplace you can give us a rating or a review, please do that as well and let your friends, family, and colleagues know about us. It is Monday, so of course we do have Ann Alsina with your Money Monday report. And as we have every day, we have George Young with your local DMV weather forecast. He's coming up in just one minute, but first, a message from Solar Energy Services. Hello, Marylanders. I'm Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services. Have you been thinking about solar for your home or business? If so, now's the time. The economics of solar are better than ever, and there's no better source than the trusted team at Solar Energy Services. We're the local experts with the best reviews in town. We've been around for 40-plus years, and we'll be here even longer to back up the generous warranties we offer. Let me put the solar economics in perspective. A typical residential solar investment in Maryland has an annual rate of return between 8 and 12%. And where can you get 10% annual returns for more than 25 years with very low risk? Not in savings, not even in stocks. So make your smartest investment ever by installing solar now and enjoy the satisfaction of doing your part for clean energy. Don't wait another minute. Sunshine's a wasted. Call today, 410-923-6090, or visit solarsaves.net. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Ion Annapolis forecast for Monday, March 9th. Yesterday was a great finish to a very nice weekend overall for the Annapolis region, but today will be even better with plenty of sunshine and temps in the 66 to 73 degree range for all of Anne Arundel County. Then we'll see more clouds and a few showers tomorrow with highs again in the mid to upper 60s before sunshine returns Wednesday with 60 to 65 for afternoon highs with the expectation for the rest of the week through the weekend being for temps to stay in the upper 50s to maybe lower 60s each day, with a very small chance for a little rain late week. And while there's still technically time left on the weather clock for snow to fall in the region, we typically don't officially count potential winter weather out until after the first week or so of April. The reality is we can all probably agree that the next real chance for snow in this area will come in November or December. And that's not a bad thing since March through October includes a whole lot more outside time consisting of parks, hiking, baseball, soccer, football, pools, beaches, putt-putt golf, real golf, gardening, brunch followed by ice cream on Main Street in downtown Annapolis, a day on the mall in D.C., a loop around the trail at Fort McHenry or a walk to the top of Federal Hill in Baltimore, and much, much more with sunlight gracing the skies past 7 p.m. now through early November. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMD Weather. Make it a great day out there, and be sure to get our free app 
on all of your devices by searching the Apple or Google App Stores for DCMDVA Weather. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather informed. Naptown turns to Tinseltown March 26th through the 29th for the 8th annual Annapolis Film Festival featuring over 70 independent and new release films from around the world plus meet directors, actors, producers and filmmakers join in Q&A sessions, panel discussions exclusive parties and more the Annapolis Film Festival has become one of the country's premier film fests tickets are on sale now so buy your passes now while they last start making your schedule today at Annapolis Film Festival Your money, managing and investing it can be confusing and sometimes scary. Here to help you put your financial picture into focus is Ann Alsina from Covington Alsina with your Monday Money Report. This is Ann Alsina of Covington Alsina with your Monday Money Report. Through Thursday of last week, the market was positive for the week yet still down for the quarter. The Federal Reserve's emergency rate cut of half a percent helped, as uncertainty over the coronavirus continued to cause volatility. It's important to remember that the S&P 500, an index that represents the U.S. stock market, is still positive for the last six months. If you were happy with your investment balances six months ago, you should still be happy. This correction has also brought price-to-earnings, or P.E. ratios, back to more reasonable levels. This key figure shows how much profit is earned by a company compared to what price the stock trades at. We were over 19 for the market as a whole, and are back to just over 16, making stocks more fairly priced. There's an urban legend that the Peace Corps manual has a section on dealing with an anaconda attack that applies right now. It goes something like this. 1. If you are attacked by an anaconda, do not run. The snake is faster than you are. 2. Lie flat on the ground. Put your arms tight against your sides, your legs tight against one another. Three, tuck your chin in. Four, the snake will come and begin to nudge and climb over your body. Number five, do not panic. Six, after the snake has examined you, it will begin to swallow you from the feet. Permit the snake to swallow your feet and ankles. Do not panic. Seven, the snake will now begin to suck your legs into its body. You must lie perfectly still. This will take a long time. Eight, When the snake has reached your knees, slowly, and with as little movement as possible, reach down, take your knife, and very gently slide it into the side of the snake's mouth between the edge of its mouth and your leg. Then suddenly rip upwards, severing the snake's head. Nine, be sure you have your knife. Ten, be sure your knife is sharp. Here's the analogy. Right now, market volatility is the snake attack. You can't outrun it. The manual is your financial plan, and your advisor is the knife. No matter how scary things seem, don't panic. Trust your plan and rely on your advisor. Oh, and make sure you wash your hands. We've got more articles and videos on our website, and we'd love to have you check us out at www.covingtonalcina.com. Given the low interest rates, you might want to join us at Women, Wine, and Wisdom this month as we discuss all the ins and outs of mortgages. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through Great Valley Advisor Group, a registered investment advisor. Covington Alcina and Great Valley Advisor Group are separate entities from LPL Financial. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. The opinions voiced in the show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. And if you don't have a financial advisor, come talk to us. This is Ann Alcina 
with Covington Alcina. Please join Anne Arundel Medical Center Foundation and presenting sponsor First National Bank Saturday, April 25th in Annapolis at the AAMC Foundation's Denim and Diamonds Bash. The 2020 Denim and Diamonds Bash is an important opportunity to provide critical funding for vital health services, including adult and pediatric mental health and substance abuse, evaluation, care, and navigation. Denim and Diamonds is a wonderful evening under the stars, featuring fabulous cuisine, gourmet food trucks, silent auction, and dancing to the Reagan years, all to support expanding mental health and addiction care in our community. Tickets are on sale. To purchase tickets before they sell out, please visit aamcdenimanddiamonds.org. Special thanks to our platinum sponsors, Anne Arundel Dermatology, AAMC Medical Staff, Buck Distributing Company, Comcast, Event EQ, Main and Market, What's Up Media, and WRNR. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.